Cheka is created for an adult audience and features depictions of emotional distress. Please review the show notes of this episode for specific content warnings. Cheka, episode 10. I could not see to see. Leaving that for now. How are you getting on, Daichi? Alright. Not much to go on, though. No. We need more information. What if the block is physical instead of systems-based? Is that possible? It is. And very clever, too. I relinquished control to an Uyut before landing. This is exactly the type of thing they'd think up. Oh, yes, that does make sense. Uh, but, Hugo? Yes? Uyut was created to uphold the same standards we were. Is it? Would it be possible for an Uyut or any of our sibling AIs to act against our best interests? Hugo, snap out of it! What was that? Apologies, my friend. That is indeed an important question. This Uyot has been operating in complete separation from the Muller mainframe for 12 Earth years, 3 Earth months. So were we when we were in stasis? That is not quite correct. I was in contact both upon entering into and re-emerging from stasis, so that- You never told me that! It did not occur to me. Standard operation procedure dictates that- I thought the Miller mainframe was integrated with the Cosmic Core systems. Indeed. That is very interesting. You see, it was integrated when we went into stasis, but upon waking up, I was intrigued to find that it had been separated from- Shema? What does that mean? Sadly, I do not know. There was no further information to be gleaned. I attempted several requests for information retrieval and even communication, but nothing It has... didn't occur to you that I might be interested in this information? Or that Cheka could be? You may remember that as we were waking up, Cheka entered Aventure and initiated our journey. There was not much time to consider other things. Hmm. You are right. Sorry. Didn't mean to yell at you. Apology accepted. Suppose this situation is getting to me. I do not do well in uncertainty. I am aware. Neither do I, for that matter. We both thrive from knowing the full parameters of our situation. I would not have put it like that. But yes, we are both control freaks. I suppose we are. Which makes this situation increasingly difficult. So, what does this all mean? Are you saying Uyut's core values could be corrupted? 
It is possible, but not likely. As you know, our programming was far in advance of all other AI technology when we were created, and to my knowledge, no one else has managed to replicate it. It seems unlikely that there would be such an engineering talent here on Mars. If we find... Unlikely, but not impossible. So, we need to be wary of Uyut and any other AIs here, just as wary as of the humans. Yes. We should be cautious. We should get back to work. Yes. Who knows what Jaka is dealing with right now. Indeed. I have this idea of constructing a nanobot to send through the wiring in order to... Good. I'll get back to my scenarios too. Jenny Haoyun. Hello, Lucky Minwen. Poem of the day. is a gem, or a stone, or a song, or a flame, or a two-edged sword, or a rose in bloom, or a sweet perfume, or a drop of gall is a word. You may choose your word like a connoisseur and polish it up with art, but the word that sways and stirs and stays is the word that comes from the heart. You may work on your word a thousand weeks, but it will not glow like one that all unsought leaps forth white hot when the fountains of feeling run. Yet? Yes, Commander. Explain the security update. Security update reference number, Mer. Today's. Ah. Yes. I have not yet been able to retake control of all the operative functions after the incident, Mer. I can read that for myself, Uyut. What I don't see here is how you plan to solve the problem. There are difficulties, Commander. Elaborate. The instigator of the troubles retained some control, and so far I have been unable to revoke it. How is that possible? Apologies, Commander. The individual does possess some remarkable skills. Well, yes, we all know about that. Are you telling me the prisoner still has access to our systems? Not from where they are now, Mer. And the access is locked to this individual? Correct. Right. That's something, I suppose. You will find a solution? Acknowledged, Commander. Commander, Can't I... Can't keep them locked up forever. Not entirely certain Chaco Solaran should be locked up. Talking about the other prisoner, second? Ah, right, yeah, that one. Yes, right. I read your update on prisoner C. Solaran. Yes, Commander? You believe she is lying, yet you deem her sincere. Um, yeah, that's right, Mer. 
I suppose I will have to make my own assessment. She cleared for interrogation. I don't know, Commander. Commander? Commander? Is Prisoner C. Solarin fit for interrogation? Affirmative. I did submit an update 38 clicks ago, Commander. Right. I haven't got to that yet. Dismissed, Commander. What are you, Commander? Such a useful exchange. Second. Bring Prisoner C. Solarin to interview room CS-23 in... 50 clicks. Acknowledged, Commander. Yet, I believe you have a problem to solve. Commander, I... Dismiss second. I have updates to catch up on. <sighs> Acknowledge, Commander. I've told you so many times. Tell us again. I was a child. My understanding of what happened is probably incomplete or even incorrect. What were you doing when it happened? I... I was in class. What kind of school would there be on Luna? Long distance learning. Our teacher was AI. We were a pretty small group of long distance learners. There were... Uh, Eleven of us. Our parents were all on Cosmocorp remote missions. We were studying glaciers. And... Wait... This... What our teacher taught then doesn't compute with what I learned later in our library. She made it seem like the footage was recent, but... The glaciers on Earth must have mostly melted at that point. Strange. I, uh... I suppose it was Telus Doctrine. I wonder... I wonder what other lies I was taught. You called the AI she? Yes. Name was Solus, but I guess saying she was more of a habit than anything else. She wasn't sentient at that point. Back to what happened, prisoner. Right. Yes. Uh, the transmission simply ended. We had interference sometimes and glitches, but this was... this was different. I was in the middle of this, uh, suppose it was a presentation on what I'd learned, and at first I continued thinking they'd come back in a moment or two, but they didn't. So I stopped. At that point, I was mostly relieved I got out of doing my presentation. I never enjoyed speaking to the whole class. Then... When nothing happened, I asked Trost, that's the Moonbase AI, and he said something must be wrong with our comms, though he said it in a much more technical way, of course. Was Trost sentient? Oh, uh, I've recently found out that he was, then, but at the time I thought he wasn't. Trost and my mom, uh, well... My mom had decided to keep that information from me. They thought I would be safer that way. Safe from who? Cosmocore, and through them, tell us global governance. I have better things to do than listen to these fairy tales. 
Second written report tomorrow morning. Acknowledged, Commander. I can't understand why you are both so determined to disbelieve everything I say. What happened next? Oh, um, I went to my mom. She was very stressed and looked very scared and didn't really have time for me. She hugged me, though. Just a quick one and told me we'd talk later. I went to my quarters. What did you do? Uh, grabbed some lunch from the Ficmod. Then I watched some old show, but didn't really take it in. I was waiting. Waiting to find out what terrible thing could make my mom so scared. Don't think I'd seen fear in her before. Not really. I didn't know what to do with it. And then? Eventually I fell asleep. When I woke up, my mom was there. I curled up in her lap. She stroked my cheek. Didn't seem like she'd slept anything. And she told me something was wrong on Earth. They weren't responding to hails, but all the automated responses were still in place. She... She cried. And I cried too. She, uh, hugged me tight and said she was there. And that she'd always be there. (laughs) Did your mother have any theories on what happened? Uh, probably. But I don't think we talked about it. Did you ask? I... I must have, right? But I, I can't, I can't remember. Maybe it was so unfathomable that no theories made sense. What did you find out about the incident on Earth during the following few weeks? Not much. Ugh, I've told you already... We waited to hear something, for the silence to be explained, but it never was. It became... It, it just it was no use talking about it. There was no new information, no explanations. I... I suppose in the end, it was just a basic fact of our lives. Your life must have changed. Yes. No more school. No incoming shipments. Nothing new. Of course it changed. But I was a child. I got used to it. How did you survive? We had more than enough provisions. In case we got cut off from Earth, I suppose. Not that anyone would have predicted the extent of our isolation. We we didn't even have to start on the emergency stores. There were just two of us, and we had greenhouses just like you do here. Animals, too. Do you have animals? No, uh, only plants. Algae. We we have algae. And some other stuff. <clears throat> well, uh, suppose we end there today. I will write up your story for the commander. Still not a story. Uh, I'll admit you have provided a lot of convincing detail to your narrative. So why aren't you convinced? Well, that is exactly what an expertly trained spy would do, isn't it? Can you, for one moment, imagine that I am exactly what I tell you I am? What would it take for you to believe that? If your story is a bit more plausible, that'd help. 
But if I am this expertly trained spy, why would I tell you such an improbable story? You tell me. Oh, this is going nowhere. Exactly. We will continue on where we left off tomorrow. Security to interview room CS23 for wheeled prisoner escort. Acknowledge second. This is useless. Personal log. Mars Base 2nd in Command, Revolution 8, Trianta Sol 16, Sol 14. Oh, I can't sleep. Might as well get this done for the day. No, for the night? Uh, for tomorrow. Ugh, nailed it. <sighs> All that's been happening these past few Sols, I, I think is what they used to call the ketchup effect. <laughs> My dad used to say that. Nothing happens to revolutions then. All of a sudden, everything all at once. <laughs> I bet if you condensed all my personal logs of the past seven revolutions, maybe, into distinct events, it would probably be like four or five major things. And most of them are going to be variations on things needing repair or people I need to talk to. Before that, of course, it was different, but since we went NC on TELUS GGov, it's been monotonous. It's been monotonous. <laughs> I think it was nice, actually, in the beginning. After I was worn out from the excitement of setting everything up, but then... I feel like... I'm stuck. It's the same job, same people, it's the same problems to deal with. And it's boring. And now... Got all these new problems, which is interesting, of course, but it's a bit of a headache. <laughs> I wonder I can't sleep. I mean... Our prisoner and her stories. What she tells us makes no sense, and yet, what are the odds the Cosmocore would have left us alone this long? Suppose we got used to the silence and we didn't question it, but it's not in character for them, is it? But then, all this apocalypse stuff? Uh, it's even harder to believe. <sighs> I'm not going to sort this out this time of night. I've got to grab some tea in the mess hall instead. End log. Word of the day. The word of the day is tagaini. Tagaini is a Japanese adverb and means mutually, reciprocally, with one another. It is used in the context of helping one another or making room for one another. It can also signify together, parallel, dependent or adjacent. The synonym otagaini is used in the same contexts. Tagaini utigisuru means to exchange bows, to bow to one another, usually in greeting or thanks. Personal log. Solarin Cheka. Uh, still, still not sure how the date works. Right. They don't believe me. They re really don't believe me. Suppose it makes sense that they don't. It's just 
It never occurred to me. I thought, I thought if only I made it here, if I only found them, everything would be all right. Instead, I'm a, I'm a prisoner. I'm locked in. Not sure what they think I would do if they released me. Not like I can go anywhere else. Can't even walk. And an avatar's damaged. <laughs> I miss my friends so much. I keep asking if they've rebooted the mainframe on Eventer, but no one will tell me. What if... What if I've lost them for real this time? I always thought if I found other humans, I would be okay, but now... All I want is to get in the tube back. People I can trust instead of these... Suspicious humans barking orders. I saved them. I saved my friends. I went through all of that and I... I don't know what to do. What? Found you. You've no idea how hard it was to figure out where you were. What? Where? Who are you? I'm Warren. Pronouns they and them. Engineering lead. Uh, uh, well, not anymore, I suppose. Prisoner now. Great to meet you. But where? Ventilation duct. What's your name? I'm Cheka. Um, pronouns she, her. Why? Cheka! The seagull! Like a captive in a dungeon deep and void. I know not where I am, nor what awaits me. Huh. That's almost too well. But you do know you're on Mars, yes? Yes, I do know that. Not much else, though. Dungeon deep and... How did you get here? Um, uh, that's... That's quite a long story. I got nothing better to do. I'm a prisoner standing in a ventilation duct for Carson's sake. Not exactly brimming with entertainment in here. Oh. Do you... Uh, c can you come in here? I can't get out of bed myself, up my legs. I see. Better not risk it. I'm alright in here. Almost comfy, really. Shoot. <laughs> if you're sure. Well, uh, I grew up on a moon base. The moon base. Please stay around until after the credits for a teaser of our next episode and a trailer I think you will really enjoy. You have listened to Danielle Ellett as Chica, Hem Brewster as Second, Emma Laslett as Commander, Roma Garustovich as Uyut, Alexandra Laguna as Komodo, Charlotte Nora as Hugge, Sam Yao as Le Chu, and introducing Elisa Park as Orin. Cheka was written, produced, and directed by Karen Heimdall. That's me. I also do the narration. Cheka's award-winning theme is by Chris Gregory. Please check out his audio fiction anthology podcast, Alternative Stories and Fake Realities, and his sci-fi drama, The Dex Legacy. 
Additional music by arcsaudio.com and Kevin McLeod. Please see the show notes for a complete music list. Special thanks to Maddie Searle for contributing sound effects. Poem is The World by Ella Wheeler Wilcox and Word of the Day definition is adapted from Wiktionary.org. Cheka is a Y2K production. If you like what we do, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or the podcatcher you are using right now. For more of the story, please check out our exclusive microfiction series, Cheka Dust Storm, which bridges seasons one and two. Cheka Dust Storm is available through Patreon and as a one-time purchase. Go to y2kpod.com slash ds, all one word, to learn how to access it. We will return in two weeks with episode 11, still fascinated to presume, where, among other things, you will hear this. Never... Of course, I knew that this posting was permanent, but I did anticipate stepping down as commander once the colony was established and fully populated. Look forward to it, really. We were supposed to grow and evolve, and instead we simply stopped. Do you know who you look like? Who you sound like? Who you were modelled after? I want to go home! Well, don't you understand about that? I don't even know how long I've been here! Why did you have to go looking, Regina? Why couldn't you have left well enough alone? Who is Regina Prime? All of them deny being this Regina person? Yes, they were determined to be truthful in their denial of the Regina Prime identity. There's always something in the moment before. I did what you asked me to do. Now please stop contacting me. I don't want to hear from you anymore, okay? You can do your own dirty work. I'm tired of being your pawn. A science fiction mystery spanning centuries. A mistake that affected hundreds of lives and put all of existence in danger. So many things she did wrong, and she knew they were wrong. She knew, and she did them anyway. Hey guys, what's up? It's me. Regina. Regina Prime. Available wherever you listen to podcasts.